know Secret America has an obsession with guns, but when will that narrative change? I'm Brooke Coles. Here's your ticker feed this hour. What we've dealt with is something that no community should have to endure. At least four people have been killed and multiple others injured in a shooting at a Sweet 16th party in Alabama. White Indian politician was shot and killed on Saturday night as he was talking to reporters live on TV. Based on the conversations I had, I have not, um, uh, not heard anything that would affect our cooperation with allies and partners. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says there's been no effect between his nation and allies over the document leak. And remember it just a few months ago when former U.S. President Donald Trump released a series of non-fungible tokens? Well, we have a surprising update coming up. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. Brooke Coles with you this hour. Stay with us. Plenty ahead, but first, the news is breaking. At least four people have been killed and multiple others injured in a shooting at a birthday party in Alabama. The shooting in the rural town of Dadeville unfolded around 10.30pm local time. The Sweet 16th party turned into a nightmare when at least 15 teenagers were shot and wounded. One of the victims killed was a stellar high school football player and the brother of the birthday girl as well as the football team's chaplain and the DJ at the party when the gunfire broke out. Alabama law enforcement agency senior Trooper Jeremy Burkett gave an update on this scene. This incident occurred at approximately 10.34 p.m. near the 200 block of Broadneck Street here in Daveville in Tallapoosa County. All right. There were four lives, not fatalities, lives. There were four lives tragically lost in this incident. And there's been a multitude of injuries. As they said, this is going to be a long, complicated process. We're thankful to the sheriff, to the chief, to everyone, to the district attorney for all of their support. We're going to continue to work through in a very methodical way to go through this scene, to look at the facts and ensure that justice is brought to bear for the families. Meanwhile, the Daneville Police Department chief says he doesn't want this shooting to define his small community. I also ask each of you, please do not let this moment define what you think about the city of Daneville and our fine people. What we've dealt with is something that no community should have to endure. I just ask for your patience. It's going to be a long process, but I do earnestly solicit your prayers. President Joe Biden released a statement calling on Congress to enact common sense gun control. This is in response to shootings over the weekend in also Kentucky and Alabama that left a total of six people dead. Biden says Jill and I are praying for the families and for the many others injured and fighting for their lives in the wake of this weekend's gun violence. 
U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says there's been no effect between his nation and allies over the document leak. A 21-year-old was arrested last week in relation to highly classified Pentagon documents being revealed on a gaming platform. The documents discuss the war in Ukraine and other intelligence operations underway. Blinken says the international community is supporting the work they are doing in this investigation. What I've heard so far at least, is um, an appreciation for the, uh, the steps that we're taking. And uh, it's not affected our cooperation. I just haven't seen that, haven't heard that. Uh, and um, of course, the investigation is taking its course. There's now, uh, as you know, a suspect uh, in custody. Uh, but importantly as well, I, I know measures being taken to further safeguard information. But to date, Based on the conversations I had, I have not, um, uh, not heard anything that would affect our cooperation with allies and partners. An Indian politician was shot and killed on Saturday night as he was talking to reporters, all happening on live television. A mafia don-turned politician Atik Ahmed was gunned down by three men who have been posing as journalists in northern India. We have this story from our partners at Reuters. This was the moment before Atik Ahmed, a former lawmaker in India's parliament convicted of kidnapping, was shot dead along with his brother on live TV. It was while police were escorting them for a medical checkup on Saturday. A gunman is seen reaching over the shoulders of police to point a pistol at the Temple of Ahmed, whose turban is blown off as the gun discharges. His brother, Ashraf Ahmed, was shot a split seconds later. Local police commissioner Ramit Sharma said the media were interviewing the brothers as police took them for mandatory health checks. Three men posing as media members started firing, he said. One surrendered immediately after the shooting, while officers subdued the other two suspects. The victims died within minutes. The dramatic footage of the men being killed was shared across broadcast channels and social media. The state government, controlled by Prime Minister Narendra Modi's Hindu Nationalist Party, has ordered a judicial probe into the killings. After carrying out the shooting, the suspect shouted Hindu religious chants. Fearing violent unrest in the wake of the killings, the Uttar Pradesh government barred gatherings of more than four people across the state. Now, I remember a few months ago when former President Donald Trump released a series of those non-fungible tokens. Well, he could be seen in poses wearing cowboy costumes, an astronaut outfit, even as Superman like here. Well, documents filed to U.S. Office of Government Ethics has revealed those NFTs made him up to $1 million in sales. The filings were all part of Trump's personal finance disclosures to the Federal Election Commission. The NFTs started at $99 each and a total of 45,000 were minted in December last year. Prices of those tokens have significantly risen in price since Trump was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. The project overall, though, has made $19 million in sales since it started. Nationalist governments in Poland and Hungary have banned imports of Ukrainian grain and other products to protest to their farmers. The EU has condemned the member states' unilateral moves. Lucy Fielder tells you more. 
Poland and Hungary have banned imports of grain and other foods from Ukraine to protect their farmers. A European Commission spokesperson on Sunday condemned the, quote, unacceptable unilateral actions on trade by the two member states. Russia's invasion of Ukraine last year blocked some Black Sea ports, leaving large quantities of Ukrainian grain, which is cheaper than that produced in the European Union, in Central European states due to logistical bottlenecks. That knocked prices and sales for local farmers, angering Poland's ruling Law and Justice Party, which has a big rural support base, in an election year. The Polish ban, which came into effect on Saturday evening, will also apply to the transit of these products through the country, the Development and Technology Minister said on Sunday. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban's government followed suit, but did not say when its ban would come into effect. Kiev said the Polish ban contradicted bilateral agreements and called for talks to settle the issue. Ukraine exports most of its agricultural goods, especially grain, via its Black Sea ports, which were unblocked in July under an agreement between Ukraine, Turkey, Russia and the United Nations. Okay, you're up to date this hour, but don't go anywhere. We have more important chats and ticket news coming up in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.